Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rebel Soul podcast with Lauren Ciesco. I'm coming at you from Sayulita, Mexico. I am back after spending the month of August in San Diego with my family. It was so nice to go back home and see my friends and my family and do a bunch of dating and there's always an up level that happens when I leave Sayulita and I go back to the States for a long period of time. It's interesting how our environment really shapes us. And when I go back to the States, I generally spend a majority of the time with my parents. And you know how it is being around uh, parents and um, old family programming and some old patterns. And every time I go back to the States, I'm in such a different place that the things that would normally trigger me or things that I would do in the past are no longer who I am now. And so I'm always, it's just always a fun calibration to go back to see how far I've come. And with that, there's always an up level. There's always an expansion. I literally feel it in my body. I have, I often have, will have anxiety the first few days being there. And then right before I leave, I get anxiety in my body. And it's just because I've expanded. It's because I grow so much every time I'm back home um, and that I come back to Sagalita and it's really beautiful. And being back home, things I feel like have just clicked. And I talked about this last episode where there's been a little bit of ups and downs in the last year for me. And now I'm on this up and up and up and things keep on getting better and better and better. And as a result of this expansion that I've been going through and this up level I've been going through and so much pain that I've been going through, there is almost this like release and this freedom and this next level, just being comfortable in my own skin and knowing and seeing the bigger picture. And just in the last week, a really amazing opportunity has come in that is bigger and better and holds my dream in a way that I could never imagine as possible for me. And I cannot wait (laughs) for this next iteration of just me and what is coming. And it all has to do with sales and the direction that I've been going in around this win-win sales paradigm, because this is the way that the industry, this the personal growth industry is going. People are wanting to feel a fresh breath of air when it comes to selling and buying. And I'm so excited to be sharing part two with you. Last week uh, was part one of the win-win sales paradigm which was really about getting into your body. And the thing that's holding us back is not so much um, a lack of motivation or not having the right tools or our mindset, but it's often the emotions in our body. And when you can learn how to shift those emotions, learn how to get in your body and really do the embodiment work around sales and money and charging, that's when everything becomes so easy. And it's not really it's not just about what you're doing, the action. That's only one piece of the puzzle. The other piece is who you're being, the embodiment. And when you have both of those pieces together, that's when magical shit happens. And I just know that with every ounce of my being, having gone through the last 30 days and now sitting on the other side, uh, doing some major embodiment work and things falling into my lap with very little action be like, oh yeah, that's right. This does, the embodiment piece is so big. But with that said, 
the action and the strategy is also so important too. And that's really what this second piece is about is the strategy. So after this episode, you're going to know how to sell in an ethical way. That's a win-win for everybody, making it so you enjoy selling, your clients enjoy buying from you, and it leads to a sustainable business that's based on loyal clients who refer more clients to you. And these are ideal clients that they're referring. Now, the other thing that you're going to walk away from is knowing how to overcome objections in a way that benefits everybody. And P.S., I don't actually call it over coming objections. I have another term for it. But when you understand how to use this that you're going to learn in here, you're never going to feel icky, cheesy, salesy again, because you're going to have permission from the other person who's buying. So it's going to be a really safe container for them to buy. And you're going to feel really good because you're going to be in integrity. So I cannot wait. I'm going to have you guys jump in right now. Enjoy part two of the win-win sales paradigm masterclass. I'm going to move on. And now we're going to get into some of the strategy around sales. The whole thing about this is win-win sales paradigm. So what is a win-win sales paradigm? Well, first off, let's just address what a paradigm is. And really a paradigm is just a pattern of something, right? So it's either a set of beliefs or values or assumptions. But once again, it's how we're perceiving a whole set of beliefs, actions, and feelings, right? So it's just not a belief. It's how we're embodying it in our body too. And then let's also talk about what sales is. The way that I look at sales is sales is the bridge between you and your clients getting what they want and getting what you want, which is you getting paid for doing what you want and them getting help. So really sales is very simple. It's truly just caring, having a conversation and connecting with somebody and offering to help them. When we're looking at a sale, a win-win sales paradigm, what I really want to teach you guys is a, like, it's like a philosophy. It's like a way of being, it's a way of living under the, this paradigm of create, making it win-win for your clients. And what I really truly believe from like the bottom of my heart is that if every single on service-based entrepreneur or coach followed this paradigm of win-win selling that this industry would be drastically different in like a year, five years, 10 years down the road. This literally has the power to change the way that not only you are selling and making money yourself, but this has the power to change how the industry is doing this. And I believe it's one person at a time that we make these changes. Let me go into it. A win-win sales paradigm is just an intentional way to sell where it's a win-win to everybody. It mutually benefits both the buyer and the seller. And really it's focused on client-based and really focusing on long-term relationships, right? And it's looking about what's good for the long-term instead of trying to make money upfront or just the short-term good. It's focused on customer satisfaction, loyalty, and referrals. A huge part of a win-win sales paradigm is also having open and clear communication with your audience. It's not just speaking at them, but it's being willing to listen, being willing to not only listen to our, our clients and to our community, but being able to have conversations with them and being able to engage with them when things are happening, because it's a two-way street that you believe that they are also able to communicate to you. It's also understanding what the customer needs and tailoring it to them. It's 
more about than just thinking about the sale. It's about value. It's about trust. It's about loyalty. And a huge piece of this is the transparency and honesty. I think with this part, when it comes to being transparent, what that actually looks like is being upfront about what our offers are, what our offers aren't, and any limitations or drawbacks to the offers, right? So this is really being honest. I think that, and I, I've started to see this with some people, and I know that I am starting to put this into my marketing, is not just using the highlights of all the best testimonials, being able to show that there also are people that get okay results. And to be honest, being true, the honest that not everyone will get results because that is also the true truth. The more transparent that we can be about our past clients and what are the limitations of our programs, then somebody is going to be really clear about what they're actually getting. Another piece of this is you being in integrity with the results of your offer. Right. So going back to this embodiment piece, one of the big things that I teach my clients is that you're not just your offer should be an embodiment of the results you actually have. Right. So if you haven't been able to get the results for yourself or other people, not overselling it or over promising because the results sound good and you think that saying this is going to get people to buy, but actually being very accurate about what our results are. Another piece of the win win is pricing. Pricing at a place that is a win-win for your clients. Pricing for your audience and being really clear about the terms and the refunds ahead of time. So there's no, there's no ands, ifs, or buts, right? It's very clear and that your person knows exactly what the price is and that also you're not inflating the prices, that you're being very clear about what is right for them. The next part of win-win par sales paradigm is what I'm calling discernment. And this is having a place in your sales process where there's space built in for the person to think and discern on their own. At the end of consult calls, instead of having my clients make a decision on the call, because I know that there are multiple people that teach, like you have to make a decision right now. I don't ever do that. I don't ever teach it. I allow the person to have the space and to think about it so that they can then decide if it's right for them. When we create this discernment, there is a level, there's a space for the person to then breathe. On top of that, we're all literally built differently. I know human design is a, is a big thing right now, and we're, we make decisions differently. There's people that are emotional deciders, and they need a couple days. There's people like me that's like splenic, and I know right away. So trying to fit, fit our clients into a box so that we can feel good or we can know that they're going to get the sale is actually being manipulative or when we can just really on really be honest with what the client needs and putting them first and allowing them to decide. The next thing that is part of the win-win paradigm is avoiding high pressure sales tactics, right? This is not using basically saying things buy now or it's never you're never going to get it or like limited time offer or showing this like it's this much money, but then if you buy now, you'll get it for this price, like inflating the price to only like then charge, right? These kind of things are manipulative, right? Like they feel icky. People know it. And really the last point that I want to make about win-win selling is that it is under the golden rule energy, right? Which is really treat others the way you want to be treated. Same with sales and marketing. Sell to people the way you, you want to be sold to, and 
I told you before, like I've had this experience where with coaches where I paid tons and tons of money to, to only feel like I didn't matter. And once again, like this has been a pattern now with this coach. And what's happening is all these people adding up are now tainting this person and their brand because their true colors are showing, which is that they don't matter. But the reverse is true as well. For those that really matter, for those that it they really care, people can feel that. People can feel when you are coming from a genuine place and you can't fake that. This win-win selling actually protects you and your clients and the, and the sustainability of your brand. Because if you're selling from icky tactics and you're not a good person, eventually it's going to catch up to you because people are going to talk and then people are going to share, which is then going to make it come back to you. And the same is correct is true for when you are good and when you do good and when you put people first people are going to remember and then they're going to tell people and they're going to then tell their friends and their referrals one of the things that i realized like probably a, about a year ago is a lot of my business from the last from last year and the year before came from repeat clients and from referrals so when you are a good person doing good things, people are going to feel that and they're going to tell their friends so that then what you're doing actually becomes sustainable, reputable, and you can have a long run business. So this win-win sales paradigm is for the long-term growth and sustainability because it might take you more time up front to sign clients when you're putting clients first and you're working on the building the relationship rather than trying to sell them in this put delaying the money at the backside of it, you're going to have a very sustainable business model that then can potentially sell itself because people love you and they tell people and word of mouth is the best marketing by all far, by far. So what I'm really teaching you guys is how to create businesses that are not going to only be sustainable, but then grow itself through referrals because it's long-term relationships and people prioritize relationships and those relationships grow. The other little just seed planting, and this is like another paradigm shift when it comes to selling is that, and this is very much in alignment with the win-win sales paradigm, which is thinking about sales like gardening right? So gardening, there's cycles and seasons, right? There's the like preparing of the soil. Then there's the planting the seeds and the watering the seeds and the harvesting the seeds. And each crop, each seed actually has its own timeline too. There are some seeds like pineapples that take like 18 months to plant. And then there's other seeds like carrots that take a couple weeks. When you allow yourself to look at your business and your offers, and it could be paid offers or it could even be free offers, that they're all going to have different timings, and it's going to and it's going to take time for it to, to then to harvest. So, in this seed planting energy, when you're planting seeds, the farmer isn't like putting planting it in, watering it once, being like, "Where's my tree? Where's my carrots?" Like, right? That's just ridiculous. They actually know that they're going to have to plant the seed and come back and water it every day. It's going to need sunlight. It's going to need these all of the elements for it to grow. The same thing is with clients and making offers where so many times where I see people, they create an offer, they go out there, they make one offer 
they, you know, they make one post, which is like one seed and then nothing happens. And then they're like, "Mm, nobody likes my offer. Like this is a failure. And they like stop selling. That's not the way it works. How we actually have to do it is just keep on planting seeds. And every single post, every single action, every connection is just more seeds that you're planting and then watering. And I like to think about the seeds as like the actual actions that we're doing, right? So the more seeds that you're planting, the more chances for clients to come. And then the watering in the sun is like our belief. When we plant seeds and then we don't see it right away and then we're like, oh, it's not working. And then we stop taking action, then it doesn't work. But if we can get really good at planting the seeds and then watering them with our beliefs and believing it before we even seeing it, that's how it works. And that's the biggest thing that I see is that the reason why people aren't signing clients is not because their offers aren't good because they can't, because they're saying the wrong things. It's mostly because they just haven't taken enough action. And then the actions that they have taken, the plants, the seeds then die because they stop the belief because they don't see the results right away. Can anybody relate? <laughs> I know that used to be me, right? Where I would literally just be like, why is this working? That's not working at a stop. And then like everything dies. Why I say this is because we get to have fun with making offers and with, with planting seeds. When we don't put any expectation on any one seed, any one offer, any one post, any one webinar, anyone, anyone, the graspiness or that like needing the clients to come is no longer there. So this is really an energy thing where we just, you know what, there's, we're just going to throw out a bunch of seeds. We're going to water it and we're going to let whatever is meant to grow and sprout, sprout. That's how it is. It's not our job. We're not there to control people. All we can do is control ourselves and the elements, which is the watering, is the sun, is to keep on showing up. Now you guys are probably wondering, okay, well then how do I do this? Like this ethical selling, this win-win selling, it sounds great, but like, how do I actually do that? So I'm going to leave you guys with one little piece, which is how to real life examples and how to actually great win-win sales scenarios on both masterclasses and through consult calls. Okay. At the beginning of this masterclass, you guys noticed that I stopped before I even start started. And I told you guys, Hey, I'm like, this masterclass is for you. There's going to be a time at the end of this masterclass, or if you want to learn about how to work with me, you can, but I'm not going to sell to you. So as you guys can already see that there is a way to sell in a way that feels really good. What I actually call this, and I don't know if I want to call it like a sales technique, a sales concept, but I call it consensual selling. And really consensual selling is when you're getting somebody's permission and their consent to be sold to, and that you're leaving space for them to discern and for them to check in with themselves. And you're letting them lead where they want to be led instead of trying to manipulate or convince people. You can. And I see this all the time where people create these sales funnels or create masterclasses or create even like they call them like free coaching calls. And at the end, they sell to them and they do these bait and switch. This is the opposite of that. This is letting somebody know before they go into your sales funnel, which would be like an email or um, or, or follow you on Instagram, right? There's like little places where people can go to get sold to. So 
when you are being honest that, Hey, this is a space where I sell to, and I'm going to let you know when I'm going to sell to you, or you can opt out so that people don't feel like they are getting sold to when they don't want to be sold to. It's a consent thing. Right. And I, this might be a little bit of an extreme example, but I'm going to go there. Right. Where it's like sex without consent is rape trying to sell somebody or trying to manipulate somebody without consent is just manipulation. And that's been a huge part. And that's like the ickiness factor of, of this industry right now is people are trying to, by using fancy words or using all of these um, funnels that they're trying to just sell to you when you, without even your permission. This concept of consensual selling and using this in your when you're making offers is going to create a safe space for you to sell and for your client to buy. And let me tell you this, they're going to feel the difference. They're going to be like, wait, something feels different about this versus being in somebody else's world. At the beginning of a masterclass, like I said, I preface it. I let them know, be like, Hey, this is what you're going to learn. You're going to walk away with these results before at the end of that you can just go off in your own way. If you want to stick around and you want to learn how to work with me, then you can. My whole thing when I'm doing masterclasses, it's to give, 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 give. I'm very clear about the results that they're going to give. And then if somebody wants, they can say at the end, but it's not that here's a piece, one piece of the puzzle. And in order to actually really do it, you have to work with me. Like a lot of people sell like that. And that just feels icky. How you're selling on a masterclass is you're just letting them know ahead of time at the beginning, there's going to be an offer at the end. I'm going to let you know before I make that offer. So if you're not interested, you can just go for this masterclass. I even created a funnel where people wouldn't be sold to at all. So there's a group that I belong to and I knew the energy of this group is like not selling. A lot of people in this group are very, they're wanting to learn how to, to like rebuild trust with coaches. So to me to go in there and like sell and be like, Hey, come get on my email list or like, just didn't feel right. So I actually created a post saying, Hey, here's what I'm going to do. I want to create an opportunity where you don't have to be sold to. So you don't even have to sign up for this. You don't have to get on my email list for this. Here's the link. Here's the time here come when it's live and then I'll drop the replay. Right. So there was zero investment, zero being sold to that somebody had to do to even access this information. Right. And I know a lot of people give and do free workshops or masterclasses or free calls in the exchange to get clients. And this is very much not that, not it. And you can probably feel the difference in the way, even the vibe and how I'm setting up making an offer. So that's how you do it on a masterclass. Now let's talk about consult calls and how to sell on consult calls. And really, I think the question a lot of people ask is, do you, should you overcome objections? And if so, how do you do it in a way that feels good? And that's exactly what we're going to cover right now. First off, let's talk about the names of these calls. Some people call them mini sessions. Some people call them free coaching calls. Some people call them strategy calls. There are so many names that you can have for them, but ultimately it's a sales call. Now, the more clear you are upfront about what type of call this is, 
the more success you're going to have with them understanding. So for example, when I first started coaching, I would sell through free coaching calls, right? So I would advertise these coach free coaching calls, and then I would coach somebody. And then at the end of the call, after they felt really good, then I would sell them coaching it without telling them up front. It would be like, Oh, now I'm going to sell you. So that to me is a total bait and switch situation and sets the person up for failure because they think they're getting something free. And then what are they like, after you coach them and they're in this vulnerable state, you're like making an offer to work with them. So I think it's really important. Granted, you can label it whatever you want, but the very first thing that needs to happen is that when that person's showing up to the call, you're explaining to them that telling them the whole purpose of the call. And if you plan on making them an offer or selling them to them at the end, that you're telling them up front so that they know what they're getting into. All of my calls, either if I'm doing them for myself or if I'm doing them for other clients, if I'm teaching people, this is what I teach. And I have them right as they get on the phone, a little build rapport. But before I get into them, I say, hey, before we get into this, I just want to let you know exactly what's going to go on this call. Today, we're going to talk about X, Y, Z, and then we're going to explore to see if working together is a fit, right? And then I'll let you know if I think it's a good fit. If not, I'll let you know if you have questions, we can go over it, right? So I'm letting them know at the end, we're going to talk about working together so that they can then relax and really just be themselves. Now, when I was in corporate America, when I was um, at, when I was the recruiter, was it director of people and culture for the mortgage company, hiring salespeople and then training salespeople. One of the things I did that was along this lines was when I was in interviews with them, I would, I wanted them to get very comfortable, right? So that when you get on a sales call and like right up front, you're like, Hey, here's exactly what's going on. So, you know, and then at the end, we're going to sell to them. People are able to like relax a little bit. They're not like, what am I going to get sold to? What's going to happen? They just know up front and they become way more comfortable and way more relaxed. And so in interviews, when I was interviewing people, I would do things or say things to help people get really comfortable being with me so that they can let down their guard. And then we can have real conversations that really mattered. Right. So for instance, in my like interviews, I would like sit back and like put my like feet on the up on the table, or I would swear, or I would like do things that were like a little bit like, what? Like, this is different because I wanted people to see and to feel that it was a different energy. And we can do the same thing on our console calls and build that trust when we're just straight up honest with them exactly what's going to go on at the end of the call. So the very beginning, I'll tell them what's going on. I, I get their permission. I'd be like, does that sound good to you? And I have them say yes before we get into anything. If they have any questions, I'll even ask, do you have any questions? They're usually like, nope, let's go. So before you even get started with the call, you have gotten a yes from them that it's okay to proceed and that there's going to be an offer made at the end. After having like the majority of the conversation, at the end of the call, when it is time to talk about working together or not, and there is a space where there's overcoming objections, here's how I, how I do this. Okay. At this point, right. And this is like from a very genuine energy that I'm in. And by the way, there's no script. There's a couple of different ways. I'm going to give you a couple of different things you can say. What is most important is that you're just really tuned in and listening to this person and really caring. I'll ask something to the extent of, is this something that you really want to do? I'll ask them straight up. And this, they say, yes, they're like, okay, great. Do you want to talk about what's in your way? 
And at that point they say yes, then I'll be like, great. And then we'll, we'll, then we'll start nuancing, but I'm ultimately continuing to ask them little questions so that it doesn't become prying. And if at any point they're like, no, I don't want to talk about this or that's it. Then I let them go at the end when, and before you talk about money, if it's, if they're unsure, it's just about asking them and getting them figuring out where they're at right now, figuring out if they want to talk about it, if they're even open to talking about it. And if they're open to talking about it, then you just have a conversation and you figure out, and this is like, just being curious, you know, what do you mean when you say that you can't afford that? What does that look like to you? Right? Like sometimes I'll just help them understand what it, what it feel, what it, what it means to them, not from this place of trying to then have a rebuttal so that I can overcome what they're saying to me, but rather from this place of just giving, letting them lead the conversation. And that's the most important part is at the end, when you're in this place of having this conversation that you're allowing them to lead. And at any point they're like, they don't want to go through it. They don't want to continue talking about it. They are like, okay, great. Now, the other thing that I do at the end of my consult calls is that I figure out how they want to be followed up with or how basically how they want to end the call. There's been so many people or so many ways that it's like, oh, you have to get them to a yes or no on the call or give them 48 hours because if you give them time to, this is the funniest thing. I was once told that if you don't get them to a yes or no on the phone, then their brain is going to then give them all the reasons why they're not going to do it when they get off, which to me just is like, what you don't trust that person to make the best decision from themselves. So you're trying to get them here to force them to figure it out because you don't think they can do it on their own, which feels so manipulative. So to me, my whole thing is I trust you. I trust you to make the right decision for you. What do you need for me to get to that decision? How much time do you need? How much space do you need? What would that look like for you? And then I never have a window when they have to get back to me by. Now, granted, I have, when I was selling for other people and we had 10 spots and like 30 calls at that point, I would be like, Hey, we only have so many steps, so many steps, so many spots left. And so there is a certain amount of window, just know that, but that's only because there really was a demand, right? There's so many people that just create this fake demand to get people to make decisions. And so what I've always done is I give people, I don't even follow up unless they absolutely want me to, and it's on them to get back to me. And this offer is good for whenever they're ready. And I can't tell you how many people have come back to me to work with me. Like that's one of my favorite things. So many of my clients have come from console calls from the past. And then when they're ready, they're like, I remember you, you're my person. And I have so many testimonials and so many client stories that they come up later that they're like, I still remember how it felt to, like to have a consult call with you because the way you sold, the way it felt, it completely changed the way I bought and sold myself. And that's really what this model does is it allows you to let them lead, allows them to put the trust in their hands, and it gives them space for them to discern what is right for you. And it's based on this trust. Trust that you trust that they're going to do what's right for them, which they feel that instead of trying to control and trying to get them to do it on your way. Now, I will be doing another masterclass soonish, and it will be just on consult calls, and I'm going to give my whole process. So if you guys want more, stay tuned. But this piece that I just sold you, that I just taught you, this consensual selling, the result of this 
is not only do you feel good and confident and connected, but the person on the other side of this interaction is also feeling good and connected. There is no gray area or guessing. There's no manipulation. You guys both feel safe in your power. And you know that person wants to be sold to because you've asked for permission multiple times along the way so that when you're having these conversations, when you're making offers, instead of thinking like, oh, I feel icky or I don't know if they want to be sold to or do they know they're being sold to, you get to say like, they want this. They chose to be here. This is like what they want, right? Because they are, you got a yes from them. So from this place of permission, from this place, it creates safety. Safety for you and safety for them, right? And especially when you do the emotional part first and your emotion, you feel differently in your body so that you're not projecting all of this into your sales, to your sales calls, there's this clean place. And so that's the most powerful place that you can sell from. And it's for them. It's for you. It's for everybody. And in this safe place, this place from safety, this place from integrity, from honesty and space for them to decide, then selling and buying is going to feel really, really good. And what I love about this, and this is what I've started to see, because I've always, I've always sold like this on masterclasses and mostly on in the last few years, exclusively like this on my master, on my console calls. But what I love doing is I love shocking people. I love people at the end of my masterclasses and my, at my, and my console calls, like that felt different. Like this felt like a fresh breath of air to work with you and have this conversation. And that's, what's available for you guys too. When you or when you sell from this place of consent. And this is what I've been doing with my clients. I have had clients that they had probably made what they probably made like a half a million dollars last year on this three-day workshop. And they hired me because it's just not the same as it was in the past. And so we're going in and we're changing all of the way that they're selling anything that is a resemblance to bro selling. We're taking out, we're taking out, you know, like at the end, those like slides where it's like, here's how you had to buy and like the testimonials and like that cheesy selling at the end. And it's so fun to go in and help my clients completely redo because the only reason they were doing all of that is because they were taught that by this bro marketing. (laughs) Like this is how you do it. And people are putting themselves into boxes. So selling, it's just connection. It's just truly being you. My whole goal, so this is kind of the, this is the end of the masterclass. This is what I taught, what I came here to teach you guys is first, we really went deep into how to release those icky feelings from selling that's holding you back and making offers, right? And that, that's the work, you guys. The reason why you're not making offers and don't have the money you want, it's just, it's not a lack of motivation. It's not a lack of capacity. It's just a lack of you being willing to feel emotions and taking action from there. So the more that you really understand how to feel those feelings and process and clear them, that's going to be your ability to show up and come from a clean place and feel good so you don't feel icky. The next thing we talked about is just what is the win-win sales paradigm and how do you sell? What are the principles of it? What does that look like? And really the last thing that you guys learned was this consensual selling, which is what you guys can use to sell on masterclasses and how to overcome objections in ways that feel really good and that you're not going to feel icky, cheesy, salesy again, because you have the permission from the person. This masterclass, it's not just for me or for you. 
this is for all of us in the industry. Can you imagine what it would be like if everybody sold like this in their business, showed up in their business, just connected as human beings, knew their why, wasn't manipulative. For so long, I was afraid to to talk about this or to take on ethical selling in the personal growth industry. But I realized it's not just me doing this. It's it's all of us, right? It's We have to do this together. It's not just one person that's going to change us, change it. It's all of us. And it's a ripple effect. I hope that this is helpful for you. If you have any questions, if you want to learn more, if you have feedback, I'm here for a conversation. I would love to hear from you guys and hear what you have to say. And my ask for you guys is to share this. I want to get this in many, as many people's hands as I possibly can. So if you like this, please tell your friends about it. If you guys want to learn how to work with me, you guys can stick around. I'm going to talk about that. First, I'll talk about my free ways to work with me. And then I'll talk a little bit about how to work with me one-on-one, which is the only way to work with me right now. So if you, that, if you guys just came for the material, wanted to learn, you got what you came from, you guys are welcome to head off. But if you want to learn more, stick around. I'll start off by if you guys want, if you guys like what I have to say, and you just want to be in my world, the best place to come over and follow me where I'm usually at is on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. I'm always giving like little, doing the little videos with like little sales advice. So that's a great way. And then I also have a free masterclass library that you can go and get the past masterclasses as well that I've done. And then for those that are interested in work with me one-on-one, I am only doing custom one-on-one coaching programs. So I now work more as a consultant than I do a coach. So it's a little bit of mindset, embodiment work, but a lot of strategy. And really the way that I'm working with my clients is taking them on and giving them what they need need and creating results-based packages. This is really my, one of my clients says it's like, it feels like a five-star luxury service coaching, uh, sales concierge. You have me, me nonstop. And I am going to be looking at your copy, looking at all your things, watching your things, giving you feedback real time. And ultimately I have different services that I offer. All of them is going to be located on my website. So if you want to learn more about my services, learn more about me, what I can do for you, the best place to go is just over to my website, which is laurenciesco.com and all the information over there. But in general, some of my services are sales coaching, getting clear on your niche offer and messaging, creating content and copy that sells, helping people increase sales calls and close rates outsourcing sales. If you don't want to do sales calls anymore, I help you do that. I also help people move from selling via sales calls to going to master classes. And I have business and sales audits. So once again, it's all over my website. If you're interested in working with me, I really appreciate every single one of you who have taken the time out of your day to watch this. I know this is what a lot of information, but it truly Every single piece of it was very intentional and know it's exactly what you need to put yourself out there and charge for your services in a way that's a win-win for everybody. So thanks again. I'm sending you love and I'll see you soon.